This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities. Take a look at cattle for Friday, March 10th. Well, a little bit lower in the cattle complex yesterday. Live cattle have struggled to maintain that upward momentum, and they've just kind of been leaking lower over these last few sessions. In feeders, uh, that market has just been on fire. It's just shot to the upside way past my targets. And yesterday put in a new contract high, but then closed lower. Not a big reversal down, not an outside day lower, but it was a reversal down. So my guess is you'll probably get some kind of correction here. But I think clearly the trend is up in feeder cattle. The momentum is certainly up, but you can have some pretty decent corrections. And this one, I mean, if you come back down and test the breakouts, it would be a pretty healthy correction. But I do think that uh, the momentum stays strong into that normal seasonal pattern, which takes us through April and into early May, typically. Now, that will depend on weather. And if the rains do not come to the Western Plains, then I think that kind of keeps a lid on feeder cattle. That's critical cattle country. And if you're going to really extend this rally to the upside and, and maintain that strong bullish momentum, you got to have that, that part of the country participating. Otherwise, you just see another year of, I think in the broader picture, kind of a flat uh, herd size you know you're rebuilding probably in the midwest and in the north but you're not in the south in fact you'll probably see more herd liquidation in the south and even in the the central plains so that's kind of where we're at i think with with the kind of rally that we've had uh, this certainly accomplishes a lot of the upside targets early but i do think there's still potential after we get a correction that will at least come back up and retest these highs for live cattle, uh, it's been more of a struggle there. You know, you're headed into the key part of your year where the grilling season usually fires up a lot of demand for beef. Um, I think the packers have been stockpiling, expecting that with, you know, lower numbers available to the slaughter plants and lighter weights, it just would really put them in a corner. So we've seen slaughter rates be fairly steady but the box beef movement has slowed down and i think that's what's happening there now uh, yesterday the cash trade was well on thursday or excuse me wednesday we got rolling on the cash trade about a dollar higher on the fed trade around 166. it looks like the average is coming in right around 165 now which be unchanged from last week dress trade is also unchanged at 263. And that would explain why the live cattle market has kind of stalled out. The cash market's been pretty flat so far this week. Box beef values have pulled back a bit. Uh, they were both lower yesterday. Choice was down 18 cents at 285. Select was down 207 at 276. So the spread bumped up $1.89. We're sitting at 855, which is still pretty tight. Uh, we've had that spread just buckle here over the last couple days, and now that's kind of bouncing up a little bit. Movement still on the light side at 87. So we had a big day movement uh, at 165 loads on Wednesday, which is the most we'd seen in months. And now we're back down to these disappointing numbers at 87 for a Thursday. Uh, it's just, you know, again, your slaughter rates, we slaughtered 124,000 head. Uh, normally that would at least get you in the hundreds as far as box beef movement. Granted, weights have come down a little bit, but not that much. So I, I, it's hard to explain that disconnect between consistent slaughter numbers, but the, the box beef volumes being so much lighter.
So, so far this week we slaughtered 502,000 head. It's 1,000 more than a week ago, and it's up about 8,000 over where we were a year ago. The feeder cattle index is up 39 cents. We're sitting at 188.72. Another disappointing feature yesterday, of course, was the export sales number at only 5,600 tons. That's the lowest we've seen all year since since the first year of January, which, you know, you're coming out of the holidays there. It, you can't really com make that comparison. So it's pretty disappointing to see that light of a number. So my guess is that uh, near term, both lives and feeders probably will pull back. A little bit here lives a little bit more feeders get a correction here but I do think we're not quite done on the upside yet live cattle you could make the argument seasonally that you're putting in a high um, but I think with the kind of bull market that we've been in and, and the the longer term momentum I still think there's a chance that you take one more shot at the highs in live cattle for feeders a lot depends on weather and grazing conditions in that key western half of the southern and central plains but um, there's a lot of momentum here to the upside in in feeders so you know we're due a correction but i think you'll get one more blast up that if nothing else tests the highs that were put in yesterday um, or or extends that you know depending on what kind of pasture conditions we get you know it's it's, it's sort of getting kind of late in texas uh, you're well into the, the grazing season and they just have not gotten any rain really to speak of in the western half of Texas. More like the western third but it stretches into the western half. So it's a pretty tough situation there but it extends up into the southwest Kansas and engulfs much of eastern Colorado. It's a pretty big area and it's key cattle country. So that's why it's so important that you get some rains there that you could at least have something to graze on for a few months coming into the summer. But again, uh, you know, you need to see that fairly quickly and not just for cattle, but also for winter wheat. You know, you're, you're, you're looking at a pretty tough situation developing there too. So again, if it doesn't come, it's probably going to be a pretty big damper on the feeder cattle market. If the rains do come, I think it really encourages the producer to look for some calves to put on grass but you're going to need to see that grass growing and, and in good condition before you do that. So that's why I think you're probably going to get a correction here. The rains have not come yet. They're in the longer range forecast for some of the models and others are not quite there. We'll just have to wait and see how this evolves over the next couple weeks. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This is Ben Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.